Hello, and welcome to this week's Dividend Cafe podcast. Uh, the title this week of our uh, Dividend Cafe is March Madness or Market Madness, and, and certainly the title is meant to be a purposeful play on the big sporting event of this week. Something we recognize a lot of you do not care about, and that's the college basketball term- tournament commonly referred to as March Madness throughout pop culture. Um, as I go on towards the end here, you'll, you'll hear more about how we feel about March Madness, but there is one thing all of us care about, and that's market madness. And this week's podcast will look at the state of the market, where China stands, unemployment, drug prices, interest rates, and more. There may not be any buzzer beaters, but it should be worthwhile listening nonetheless. Well, as expected, the Fed raised rates a quarter of a point on Wednesday, bringing the federal funds rate to the still brutally low level of 0.75%, 75 basis points. The commentary I'll offer on the rest of the year is this. The Fed is somewhat handcuffed by the low rates of Japan and Europe. The Fed is very much handcuffed by governmental costs to funding their own debt. We're going to talk about that more in a moment. And yet the Fed is well aware that they need to stay on a path to normalization to keep the distortions in capital markets that excessively low rates represent and create to a minimum. What did Janet Yellen say this week that gives us guidance about the rest of the year? Not a lot. We think she's going to raise another time in June and perhaps one more time later in the year. But overall, the economy is humming along. The Fed's trying to push closer to normalization. Nothing unexpected. A stimulus by any other name. With all the talk about the Obamacare repeal bill and then corporate tax reform, the subject of repatriation has been somewhat removed from media dialogue. But a major part of President Trump's policy platform is the intention to allow U.S. companies holding large cash balances offshore to bring those monies back onshore without facing double taxation. There are a number of ways this can be done. A big focus of conversation has been on what strings will be attached to this effort. What will the administration do in the legislation, if anything, to ensure that companies invest those monies into job creation, CapEx, new factories, generally stimulative business activities? We've suggested for some time that it would not be necessary or American to tell companies what they have to do with the capital, that Washington, D.C. is not as effective an allocator of capital as individual companies would be in their own situations anyways, but that we could see the president using his Twitter and basic presidential bully pulpit to push companies towards headline-creating business investment. That remains our forecast, but we will echo what we shockingly saw Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, say this week. It is a massive fallacy to assume that should companies use the money for stock buybacks and especially dividends, it would not be stimulative. The reality is that corporate cash repatriated back into the U.S. economy and paid out as dividends would be a very low-cost way to allow shareholders to do stimulative things with the money. It would not distort capital markets like quantitative easing, and it would indeed be put to work across a host of organic and healthy economic uses. We dug deep into China's general state of affairs this week, looking at a slew of recent data releases. Demand continues to seem high for industrial production. Producer prices keep growing. Commodity prices have stayed high. Chinese exports are up, not down. Um, Overall, the government attempts to prop up housing as a tool to offset a decline in other aspects of construction and general investment may be working right now. They certainly don't seem sustainable. 
The uh, China Central Bank has modestly begun tightening monetary policy, and credit growth has barely skipped a beat, providing both good news and bad news in China. The good news, for the time being, excesses do not appear to be doing damage. The bad news, excesses are still in need of being purged. Higher interest rates help savers, banks, and most everyone, but the short-term interest rate in our society cannot and will not go higher unless there is a perception of higher economic growth and adequate business and investment opportunity to push the prevalent rate higher in an upward direction. While everyone from real estate speculators to distressed credit corporations love lower rates, a higher rate reflects a normalized non-recessionary economy. It creates better income for savers and retirees, and it generally limits distorted behavior in capital markets. So who is the most to lose with higher interest rates? The federal government, who has $20 trillion in national debt and running deficits between $400 billion and $800 billion a year, is in no position to see rates move dramatically higher and add to the amount of the annual budget deficit. I'm going to direct you to two different charts at DividendCafe.com this week, one dealing with the colossal drop in the amount of debt around the world that is yielding a negative yield, and then the other, which is just a really neat look at all the markets eight years after the bottom of the market from one week ago, eight years ago. So the one week anniversary, the eight year anniversary we had one week ago. There's a plethora of data there comparing where things were to where they are now. And we really think you'll enjoy seeing it. So yes, there are a few things I love more than the March Madness College Basketball Tournament. It, it's a, a, been a passion of mine all the way since high school. A lot of memories wrapped up in this magical beginning of a tournament. Um, but of course, we understand a lot of you don't think about that, uh, the college basketball side. Uh, a lot of things parallel the stock market in the world of March Madness. But in the meantime, we'll, uh, we'll stay focused on the market. You have a great weekend and go Duke.